This episode is brought to you by the Grow Getters newsletter. Sign up at growgetters.io forward slash newsletter to make sure you never miss an episode. Welcome to Grow Getters, the future skills podcast. If you want to future-proof yourself, turn your hobby into a profitable side hustle and create a thriving, multi-passionate career, then you're in the right place. Each week, we keep you up to speed with all the hottest and most in-demand methods, models, tools, and trends in business and tech to help you stay ahead of the game and grow. I'm GrowGetters co-founder and innovation specialist, Tiffany Hart. And I'm GrowGetters co-founder and digital strategist, Tanya Garma. So if you're ready to stay relevant in your element and be excellent, Follow the Grow Getters podcast for your weekly fix of future skills. Now, let's get growing. Hey guys, today we're hosting a super inspiring masterclass with the founder of one of Australia's strongest communities for women on Instagram, Smart Women Society, founded by Tia Angelos. Tia started Smart Women Society as a passion project that was bubbling away in her mind for many years. We'll call it SWS because it's a big word, is a platform that empowers and educates women to get smart about their money, career, well-being, and love. Tia has created a thriving Instagram and Facebook community that aims to empower, connect, and inspire women to make smart life decisions. She started this for two main reasons. One is education, because as a student and then a university tutor, Tia has always been really passionate about simplifying complex topics into engaging and easy-to-follow steps. She wanted to bring the same approach to a larger scale to help simplify all the boring, complicated and scary life topics. And two is all about community. Even though we're all so unique and different, we all face and have faced the same struggles and you would be surprised by how many other women can perfectly relate to what you're going through. She believes that there is so much power in coming together as a community to share our wins and our struggles to support and motivate each other. So if you want to work with Tia, she's created an amazing suite of game plans, which are the ultimate digital ebook by that contains all the knowledge and tools you need to achieve your goals. They cover everything you need to know step by step, but in their signature simple to use and easy to understand style. Smart Women Society have currently four game plans, including the Ultimate Money Makeover, Side Hustles 101, 100 Days of Self-Care and Overcoming Toxicity. She has generally set up a special discount code for all of our wonderful listeners. So please head on over to smartwomensociety.com and use the code Grow 10 for 10% off store-wide. So without further ado, here's Tia. Welcome, Tia Angelos, to Grow Getters. It's awesome to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the podcast today. I know we've been massive fangirls of Smart Women Society for quite some time now, and we love what you do, and we are really, really thrilled to have you on the show. And yeah, we can't wait to get stuck into it. And how we usually begin is we ask every guest if there is something, someone or somewhere that has really inspired you this year. To be completely honest with you, I've actually been inspired by every single human this year. It's been a really crazy and tough year that none of us obviously expected, yet Every single person has shown such great resilience, trying to push forward day by day, just trying to do our best and really helping each other when times have gotten really tough. And that's been really inspiring to me to keep pushing forward this year as well. 
awesome. I couldn't agree more. That is so, so true. Now, Tia, you are the creator and founder of Smart Women's Society, which we reckon is one of the most helpful communities on Instagram for women because it's literally dripping with tips and advice to help women make smart decisions when it comes to not only their careers, but their relationships their finances, and also their self-care and well-being. So can you please tell us, how did you come up with this idea for Smart Women's Society? What was your original intention and how did you get it off the ground? So Smart Women's Society, it started as a passion project that had been on my mind for many, many years. And I started it for two main reasons. Firstly, education. So when I was a student and then as a university tutor in uni, I've always been really passionate about simplifying complex topics into really engaging and easy to follow steps. And I wanted to bring the same approach to a larger scale to help simplify all the boring, the complicated and the scary life topics that we were never really taught about. And then second to that, I really created it to build a community. And even though we are all such different and unique people, we actually all face the same struggles. And you'd be really surprised by how many other people can perfectly relate to what you're going through. And I believe that there is so much power in coming together as a community to share our wins and our struggles to support and motivate one another. So the intention was to always create SWS as an online education platform. And we started that with a Facebook group and then an Instagram page. And then as they both started growing, we were also building our website in the background and have now started introducing products into that as well. So what year did did it all get started and how old were you, if you don't mind me asking? So we started in January this year. So it's actually only been 10 months. We're very new and I'm 24. So quite young, but I'm probably right in the smack bang of the target audience. That is amazing. Both of those facts are really, really cool and inspiring. That is so awesome, Tia. Thank you. (laughs) Like it's it's obvious that you are super passionate about empowering women because that's what Smart Women Society is all about. And we want to know how important is it to be passionate about your purpose as a business or, or even if you're a career woman that works in an organization, how important is it to have that passion? I think passion and purpose is absolutely everything in your career. Knowing the why behind your business or why you're in a job is so important because ultimately that's what's going to get you through when things go wrong or when you have a bad day and you should never be attaching yourself or your sense of identity to a job or a company or a business because when you do that, you're actually setting yourself up for disappointment and resentment for that job or that business. Um, I think you should only ever be attaching yourself to your passion and your purpose because that's what's going to motivate you and allow you to keep your peace and balance in life. Amazing. That is so, so true. And Tia, you know, uh, you just mentioned before we started this interview that you love our podcast. So thank you for that. That's amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Oh, thank you. And so you know that we are all about arming women with the skills they need to future-proof their businesses and careers. So we are very much focused on the skills of the future. And I think a lot of our listeners might be wondering, and we've gotten lots of DMs about this, has Instagram reached its peak? Is it even possible these days to build a large community on Instagram? It seems like a lot of people are slogging it out, but they're not getting very much traction. So what would you say to them? I feel as though this question comes up every year, especially after Instagram introduces a new feature. And I also own a social media and marketing business that have 
it's been operating for over six years now. So Instagram is definitely my bread and butter. I was helping clients on Instagram when it still had that old ugly brown logo. <laughs> and the fanciest thing you could do was add a Valencia filter on top of your photos. But <laughs> to answer your question simply, has Instagram reached its peak? I don't think so. Is it possible to build a large community? Well, it's not impossible but it's definitely a lot harder than it was five years ago it's no doubt that instagram is very saturated now every single person and business is on there promoting themselves and the algorithm has made organic and rapid growth so much harder than it used to be but i don't think that you should give up on instagram as a social media platform you just need to adapt and think smarter about how you're using it so one of the biggest things that i see people doing on instagram and social media in general is not adapting to new changes and updates and the perfect example of this is with the new introduction of reels on instagram and with any new feature that's brought out, this content is prioritized in the algorithm. So it actually benefits you to adopt it early. And yeah, it can be awkward putting yourself or your business out there with a reel, but not every video has to involve you dancing or pointing randomly around the screen. <laughs> um, what matters is you need to figure out how to make these new features work for you and your business and just get onto them ASAP because you want to benefit from those growth opportunities. I've seen accounts recently with 2,000 followers get 100,000 views on their reels. So it's really an important thing that businesses need to get on top of. Well, you've just mentioned that you launched 10 months ago and now Smart Women Society has a staggering 25,000 followers. Did you only rely on organic growth? Like what were the what were the key parts of your strategy in apart from the fantastic content obviously, but from going from literally 0 to 25,000 to talk us through this? All right. So we are primarily organic, but obviously with the Instagram algorithm, it is quite difficult to get that crazy reach organically. So we also do some small engagement campaigns to raise brand awareness and just share our post to a wider audience. Instagram doesn't even show your post to all your own followers. So it's really hard to just um, grow your community as quickly or as efficiently as you might want to do it. But for us, the main growth strategies we employ are definitely content marketing and relationship marketing. So the whole premise of SWS is founded on us having really strong content, and that's definitely led to the most significant growth for us. And I'm a big believer that you need to create content that makes people want to follow you. So when a person first lands on your page, they're going to have a quick scroll through your feed, they're going to have a quick look through your highlights, and then they have to make the decision whether they want to follow you or not. And strong content is what's going to make them hit that follow button. And I really believe that all your content, it should either be educational, entertaining, or inspiring. So at SWS, we do a 50-50 split. So one post will be educational and it covers either money, career, well-being, or love. And then the next post will either be entertaining in the form of a meme or an inspirational quote. And this means that this mix will keep things interesting and it also allows us to appeal to a much broader audience. And as well as that, we also have a really heavy focus on creating savable and shareable content. And the Instagram algorithm really prioritizes saves and shares a lot more now than likes and comments. So you should be focusing on creating content that people will want to show their friends or come back to later. This is what's going to allow you to organically reach new people. 
And I would also say that the other thing is you should be prioritizing quality over quantity when it comes to your content, because that's really what's going to make or break it at the end of the day. We publish 10 posts per week, and that's obviously not viable for a lot of businesses. So my tip would be try starting with two or four high quality posts per week, and then just making sure that they're savable or shareable. And you will see your growth really rapidly change if you're employing some of those tips. Amazing. And and what role does video content play in your strategy? So video is really growing in popularity and strength in our strategy. As soon as Reels came out, we knew we had to get on it early and we've done a lot of Reels. I knew that our strategy wasn't going to be doing funny kind of dance moves or the trends that you typically see people using Reels for. We like utilizing it more for practical tips and showing people how to use our resources. And as I was saying before, it's just figuring out how to use that new tool and make it work in your business. But getting on it early has made us grow significantly. And we also use TikTok as well, which I think if you're posting on Reels, repurpose it and post it on TikTok as well. And from barely any effort, we've grown to over 20,000 on TikTok as well. And it's just, you're just one viral video away from that crazy growth on TikTok. So that's definitely a big opportunity for businesses to get on that ASAP. Amazing, amazing. And when you talked also about content marketing and content being queen in this case, um, are you looking at other content channels? So you just mentioned TikTok, which is, of course, like a super, super growing channel. But are you also using Pinterest to drive growth or, um, or even blogging? What is your kind of content strategy there? So we haven't used Pinterest yet. That is definitely something that I want to investigate in the near future because I know it is a high, a great way to drive traffic to your website or to your Instagram, et cetera. I don't think blogging really aligns with what we're doing. I think, to be honest, I think blogging is a little bit in the past. I think people are really busy right now. We're, we're very time poor. So the whole premise of SWS is providing really quick, actionable tips that people can implement immediately. And blogging kind of goes against that with having to read a long article. I know personally, I haven't read a blog in years and I just want quick content. And I think that's why TikTok and Instagram Reels are getting really popular because they're quick 15 second videos. And it really forces you to think how you can condense your message and how you can t- condense your knowledge into a short um, sharp kind of piece of content. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think where Smart Women Society really sets itself apart from other communities on Instagram is that all of your tips and advice, like you said, are really super useful. And of course, they're super shareable and super savable, which you mentioned is being prioritized by Instagram, which is a really, really awesome tip from you. So thank you. So in terms of focusing on this amazing content, when, when you're sourcing this information, when you're researching all of these tips to coming to how you illustrate and design them, how much effort end-to-end does it take to produce your amazing content? And are you doing it all on your own? Do you have a team? Like what is the process at a Smart Women's Society? So the end-to-end process of creating our content for the week probably takes between five and 10 hours. It's definitely a bigger process than what most people think. Running Instagram for your business is 
pretty much a full-time job in itself, especially when you're doing all of it yourself. But, and we're also super particular about making sure that everything we produce and that we post is really high quality and helpful to our community. I don't want anything being published that's not helpful or savable or entertaining or inspiring, as I mentioned before. But I'm really lucky that we have an amazing team and they help me a lot with the tech and the system side of things, as well as content creation. But I'm really passionate about the community management side of it. So I handle all of that exclusively. And in terms of at the beginning when you first launched, were were you or was it a small team that was doing all of the research into the tips, uh, but, you know, especially with all the career stuff and the finance tips? Because I can imagine that takes a lot of knowledge and research accumulation to then create it into this beautiful bite-sized digestible content pieces. So how much does that research piece take in the whole process? Yeah, the research piece is probably one of the biggest part of it. It's about identifying what are the pain points or what are the needs that our community wants to learn about. And then I will research, I'll reach out to the team and I reach out a lot to my network. So if I've got doctor friends or physio friends or people in the career field, it's like, what tips can you give me from your jobs and how can I then translate that into really simple and actionable steps so that's kind of the process that we go through so everything's really backed up and made sure that they are really actionable tips but our key thing is how do we translate it to be really easy to understand and really actionable and I think that's where our value add is as a company. And how did you build that community of experts? Were they existing people that you had already had in your professional and personal network or have you grown this pool of experts that you do draw some of your knowledge from over time since Smart Women Society launched? So at the moment, it's through a lot of my personal networks and I'm very lucky to just have really key people in every kind of industry that can then feed me information and they've all been kind of really helpful in the formulation of our game plans. And next year, we really want to focus on bringing a lot more of those people on board publicly to also then share their tips in longer form. And that's something that we definitely want to explore and we want to network with more people, especially people in those industries that are trying to build their own personal brand and really give them that platform because a lot of people are trying to do that and I hope that we can then share their knowledge and kind of be that synergy between the two parties. That's so generous of them. That's amazing. I I love that thought. That's really, really cool. And Tia, you've just mentioned your game plan. So uh, you've recently launched uh, four game plans, which are these incredible four products that are geared to help women really kick ass in their personal finances, in their side hustles and careers, in their well-being and also their relationships. So can you take us through how you developed your game plans um, and where you came up with the idea and also tell us a little bit about them in further detail? Of course. So we worked for over six months and with so many people to bring these game plans to life. So it's amazing to finally have them out there and helping people change their lives essentially. And I might take a step back and explain what they are for anyone who's listening that hasn't seen them before. So our SWS game plans are the ultimate bundles that contain all the knowledge and tools you need to achieve your goals. We launched our first four game plans last week and they included Side Hustles 101, the ultimate money makeover, 100 days of self-care and overcoming toxicity. And the way that we developed them was really getting our community involved. The whole process was community involvement and that's how we did it right from the picking the topics of the game plan all the way through to getting feedback and updating them as they were being about to be launched. 
That's amazing. So you essentially co-designed the game plans with your community. Was this a formal process? Did you have like a small beta team that you would be testing ideas with, like a little kind of, um, yeah, war team there? Or did you use stories on Instagram to get that feedback? Like what were the key strategies in in your co-design approach? I think before I answer the question, my biggest tip is, and the thing that I'm actually finding that's bringing us the most success is you just have to do things on the fly. Like the more you plan things, the more you try and build a strategy, you just kind of get lost in the details. And for me personally, it was just always on the fly. Like, let's chuck this up on the story and get people's opinions. For us, the whole creation and the development of our game plans is completely guided by the research and feedback of our community. And I just started off one day by posting on Instagram stories and saying, what are the four most popular topics that you guys want to learn more about? And they're the four game plans we've just released. And if there's one thing that I can say is that try get your community involved in your product and service or service development as much as you possibly can because not only is does it mean that you're going to create something that will better serve their needs but it's going to make them connect more with the product or service when they know that they were actually part of its creation so we were really heavy on the instagram stories for our research we created polls and question boxes to identify our community's pain points and find out all the issues that they were facing. And then we made sure that our game plan solved every single one of those pain points. And this allowed us to get really ahead of the game, especially when it came to marketing. It's a lot easier to sell a product when you can articulate the pain point someone's facing and position your product as a solution. And the other really good thing about getting your community involved is that you have the peace of mind that your product or service is what they need. Oh, that's absolutely spot on. I couldn't agree more, Tia. And I'm simply amazed that at 24 years old, you are so knowledgeable and articulate in this. I mean, because you're essentially applying design thinking methods. I mean, this is the co-design approach. And I love how you are also very practical and just did it on the fly. I think that is what you need to do. And in my, my next question is, People might be asking, oh, but you've got a community of 25,000, like my business only might have 500 or 2,000 or even 8,000 followers. Is that enough of a pool of people to draw from? Yes, absolutely. I don't think I don't think we should, anyone should be looking at vanity metric like followers. I think you should be treating everyone in your community equally and having five people in your community or 10 people in your community, that's still 10 people that you can help them solve their problem. So I think we need to reframe it as followers aren't everything. I was equally as happy when SWS was at 100 followers and then we hit 1,000 followers. And to me, it's always been the exact same approach. It's always been treating the community in the exact same way. And that's not going to change even as we grow even bigger. So it doesn't really matter how many people you have in your community. You should always be serving them the exact same way. I love that. That is so true. And can you also take us through exactly what the product, each product entails and how it's delivered? Are there there videos involved or are they checklists or tell tell us about the, the actual medium of each product? So each game plan contains one main ebook guide and all of them are over 75 pages. But I know when people think, ah, oh, 75 pages, they're all filled with really simple, actionable steps. And if you love all our Instagram posts, then you're going to absolutely love the game plan because it just goes into a little bit more detail and kind of brings all the key concepts together. And as well as that, there's all the extra bonuses that are included. So depending on the topic, it 
varies, but it just includes all the tools that you'll need. So for example, with Money Makeover, it includes a budget, it includes savings challenges, it includes goal trackers. For the side hustle game plan, it includes an income and expense tracker, it includes a social media content calendar, it includes a business plan template, it includes a branding board. So literally everything you need to start a side hustle or to transform your finances or to make a self-care challenge for you we've included it and that was all based on the feedback that we were receiving we were saying what do you want to see in a product what is missing from other things out there and we made sure that was all included and all bundled up together so the feedback's been amazing and that's what the feedback has been because we listened to what they wanted and we answered that so then the feedback's been good so I guess my big, as I was saying before, by you actually engaging with your community, you've already answered their questions and solved their problem without them realizing it, but you were doing it alongside creating the product. That is so, so cool, Tia. You should be very proud of yourself and the team. That is a, an amazing feat to, within 10 months, you know, creating such an awesome community and then these four amazing co-design products that actually fulfill pain points and meets the needs of the people that you're serving. I think that is really, really brilliant. Thank you so much. And I wanted to ask, at the very beginning when you were developing um, Smart Women's Society, did you have a persona or a type of person you wanted to serve in mind or were you designing for yourself or maybe for you and your friends and the needs that you had? How, how did that work right at the beginning and has it changed and has it evolved? Yeah, so as I said before, I'm definitely the type of person in business to just do things on the fly. And I remember one of my mentors saying to me in the first month, you need to sit down and create an ideal customer persona. And I was like, oh, do I have to? And I sat down, I sat down and did one. And it has actually made my vision a lot clearer because initially I wanted Smart Women's Society to target every single female that existed. And then I remember my mentor said to me, that's not feasible. You can't, there's no, there's no product in the world that targets every single person. So I had to take a step back and really step out. What was my ideal audience range? And we pretty much target between 24 and 34 year old females who are either at the end of their university degree or early in their career or wanting to start a side hustle or a business and they're quite time poor and busy which means that they want to have small actionable content and as well as that they're ambitious so they want to improve their life they want to go after their goals and that's a really key point for us because we provide content that makes people want to better themselves but in order to better yourself you have to have the desire to do so so that's why our target audience is really focused around being ambitious and achieving your goals yeah they definitely have to be grow getters or go getters at least for sure (laughs) (laughs) well it's good that you did the persona exercise we are big fans of that here and we I think we did an episode previously about it I think it really does help you hone in and really speak to that person and it can drive the way you talk and the language you use and the tone of voice you use and the products you design I think that's um was good advice and it's yeah that's amazing absolutely I think it's so underrated that people don't realize that how you actually type your captions and how you type your emails and your brand and your tone of voice is actually super important in how you're targeting your ideal customer and making sure that they resonate with the message and the mission of your company Absolutely. That is so true. And I had one other question which circles back to a previous one, which was about organic versus paid on growing your community. And I wanted to know, did you dial up 
the paid stuff for the game plans especially or were you also dialing up paid for your normal kind of weekly posts as well? No, so we've actually dialed down any paid advertising and our game plans have been exclusively just our community at the moment. Um, Amazing. We know that our email list, the people on our wait list and the people in our Instagram community, they're our warmest leads. So we're still testing out our warm leads before we go into a cold lead funnel strategy. And I think we wanted to really focus on connecting with our existing community and really nurturing the relationships that we've grown over the past 10 months because we have spent so much time developing those relationships with one-on-one people that it has honestly been quite an easy transition getting a lot of those people wanting to buy the game plans because we've spent 10 months kind of treating them like our friend and when you do that and when you nurture your community it's actually quite an easy transition for them to want to purchase your paid product or your paid service and I guess I wanted to know was it always your own pardon the pun your own game plan (laughs) to (laughs) to build a community so you could uh, bring out products and start to build a business a bigger business and monetize or was it just a natural evolution it was definitely a natural evolution for us creating our game plans allowed us to serve our community on a deeper level there's always going to be a limit to how much you can share or teach in an instagram post so we wanted to create a product that would provide that whole end-to-end process broken down into super simple steps awesome and final question for today tia is what is in store for smart women society in 2021 and beyond So 2021 will be a huge year of growth for SWS. We've spent 2020 laying the foundation for the company. And in 2021, we want to take that to the next level. So we want to release more game plans. We want to collaborate with more companies and thought leaders so we can share even more knowledge and insight to our community. And we might even be dipping our toes into physical products too. So stay tuned. Oh, that's exciting. I can't wait to see it all pan out. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Tia, for joining us. And I love Smart Women's Society and we will continue to follow your progress and we'll probably have to have another touch base podcast uh, in a year's time to see where it's all at. Yes, of course. I love the podcast. I'm so excited to see where you ladies take it as well. And in a year's time, we're going to be in a lot bigger places. I'm excited to see where we both end up. Awesome. Thank you so much. Want the latest tips, tools, trends and advice for building your career or business through thought leadership and innovation? And sign up to the Grow Getters newsletter where we drop all the latest grow getting goodness straight into your inbox each week to help you become the go-to expert in your industry. Plus, you'll also stay up to date and in the know on all of our Grow Getters insider events, webinars, and all the latest business experiments, neatly packaged and all in one place. Head to growgetters.io forward slash newsletter to sign up today.